Hello, hello. Greetings. Greetings. Salutations. What's up, brother? Hey, how you doing? Hey, this is Evan Layton with H-Town Happy Hour. Derek Diotalevi with H-Town Happy Hour, number one podcast in the world, In baby. the world, baby. Let them know. And our very special guest for you today, we have... What's up, guys? I'm Jeremy Knight. Okay. Jeremy Knight. Jeremy Knight, welcome. So, uh, what do you do, Jeremy? Let's start with what I do, what you're seeing here. Uh, DJ agency. I, I help run a DJ agency based out of Houston. Okay. Um, we started it. Probably in 2012, 2013. And what's the name of it again? Interloop Collective. Interloop Collective. Yeah. Interloop Collective. And now how'd you come up with that one? You mostly just work inside the loop. Is that why? That's pretty much it. We, uh, <laughs> we DJ at spots inside the loop. Okay. 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 What are some, uh, some of the notable spots that you've been to for anyone tuning in for the first time? So we help run uh, the Clutch Group in Washington. Uh, nice. We help run Bell Station, yeah. McIntyre's. Uh, Mad Lounge. Um, we have some new partnerships we'll talk about towards the end of the show. Cool. But Interloop kind of started as uh, a pipe dream. Me and a fellow DJ in the area, Keelan, we met at Kung Fu. Yeah. And he was spinning some really good music. And I had just moved to the town. And I was like, man, I got to figure out what this guy's, where he's getting his music from. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, he was doing it himself or what? He was DJing by himself at first, yeah. so we linked up, um, started hanging out, trading music. Uh, before you know it, he's like, you know what, man? I got all these gigs and not enough DJs. What are we going to do about it? And I was like, well, we should start some sort of like group friend club, you know, right. this like, you know, start as like a little DJ friend club. Like, mm -hmm. hey, well, you can play here and then we'll trade and you play there. And, and that's worked out pretty well, huh? Worked out pretty good. So, so here we are a year later. So were you uh, were you always into music? How'd you kind of get into DJing and stuff? Started in college. Uh, went to school for engineering. Um, and during grad school, I had a lot of extra free time, and I needed to pay for grad school. So started picking up uh, jobs as like a waiter yeah. or trying to be a bartender, but yep. couldn't really put it together. Yeah. So then a uh, DJ opportunity fell in my lap, and I had always had all the music at all the house parties. Nice. So we would always be on the iTunes and all yeah. that. And before you knew it, some guy was like, yo, come play at our bar and bring all your friends. And then from there, it just kind of grew. And I was like, this is a really easy way to make money. You're like, hey, it's going to cost you, but hell yeah, we'll be there. Uh, yeah. That's kind of funny, too, because I, I used to play DJ at the house parties and stuff, but I would always get distracted and start partying too much. <laughs> so I learned real quick, this is not for me. <laughs> That's why you have a playlist and just let it play, man. If you have to keep picking songs. I, I think there's a little bit more to it than that, bro. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm not a DJ either. You know what I mean? I'm DJ E. DJ. Well, you'd be DJ DJ D. Hey, so my, my initials, I, I want to say, are DJD. So if DJ I ever D. wanted to be a DJ, I would just do my initials, DJD, because it's like Derek, DJD. And then what is initials. that, where you can like flip it backwards and, it's and a, the same yeah, thing? Yeah, what what a, is that called? A homonym? Or a, where it's like what is it? same Sounds thing good. forwards and backwards? Sounds, yeah, it's a homonym. Uh, <laughs> hey, it is. Dude, I should have been a DJ. Well, I think we're having a good time on this H-Shot Half Hour stuff, yeah. man. So, you know, then we can stick it here for now, bro. Cool, cool. Your logo would, like, just rotate. <laughs> That'd be yeah. cool. That would be cool. So, you, uh, you did you, did you, before you kind of linked up with your boy Keelan, were you, did you start DJing at uh, bars and clubs just kind of on your own? So, in the college town I went to, Lynn Lubbock, for, um, we had a couple different areas up there where it's kind of like Houston is. There's, like, the Washington. There's the Midtown. Um, Lubbock had its areas, too. They had the uh, district, d Depot District, and then it had 
Debo. Uh, Debo district. Debo district. Yeah. Okay, cool, 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 cool. That's my district. Uh, <laughs> uh, and then I had the Broadway bars, Broadway street bars. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I just kind of started out there, and I was like, man, this is a really easy way to make, you know, that. And then I also saw a bunch of people being photographers. Photography is a really easy way to make quick cash. Yeah. So once you started doing gigs, were you putting out? Was it more like referral work? As how you kept getting more business out there? Contractor work. So you know you'd just partner up with the spot, and mm-hmm. you'd be on their rotation, and then you'd try to get another night somewhere else, be on their rotation. So there. were you making a lot of like cold calls to some of these spots that you've? You oh know, yeah, just walking right up, just door to door. Hey, so. what's up, Jeremy? Oh, yeah. Here, man. We're about to spin some heat. You know, get the fire alarms ready, type stuff. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, I, I, I think I find it interesting too, is DJs at bars and clubs and everything. It's not always just about like, it's not about what necessarily the music you like either. It's about, it's about working the crowd and setting the tone for the, for the, for the environment, setting the environment and everything. Yeah. Kind of talk, talk a little bit about that to us. When you first started as a DJ, the best advice would be to make sure you're making the crowd happy the, yeah. the bar happy the the management happy yeah um after people kind of know who you are and trust you a little bit more that's when you can start bending the rules and yeah. trying to that's know. dope so so, have, so you know have there been times wherever like as you're playing and doing your kind of work that you could feel the energy of the crowd start to like dissipate and then like whenever you put on like the next track it just like all comes back have you, you felt that before you feel it every single gig. Wow. Think about it. You're playing a four-hour set, right? Yeah. Are you for four hours straight going to have those people's in the palm of your hand? No. 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 Uh, They're going to get distracted. So is there like a, is there like a kind of like a, a bridge time where like DJs are like, well, we know they're going to kind of get, you know, oh, I need another drink. I need to go to the bathroom. Like, do y'all have like, are you like, all right, well, we're going to play this three-star song. But here around 1130, yeah, we're going to pick it back up to the four or five star songs. So it's good to take the energy up and down because nice. if you just stay at the top the whole time, you're going to wear them out. It's monotonous. They're going to want to just go so chill on the patio. Bro. So you want to take it down a little bit, and that's to get to the bar time, you know, go get yeah. your drinks, come, and then because it's always the most fun is building the energy. It's not just staying high energy. energy. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. The, yeah. The, the, it's the buildup. The buildup is yeah, fun. Yeah, just like know? when a beat's about to drop. Like, even just in, like, in a song specific. Even like five songs before that. Yeah. Wow. Well, it's funny because there's been times where I've been at, like, you know, certain events at night, you know, maybe like uh, one of those, like, you know, Cirque Noir events and things like that. Parties go till about six in the morning. <laughs> you know, it might be four thirty, and I'm sitting in front of the loudspeaker just doing this number, and the DJ refuses to drop the beat. <laughs> and it's just like I'm just like, dude, when is it going down? I need this. And uh, eventually, when it happens, it's just a great time. Yeah. But sometimes that buildup, it's just like it makes you want that drop so much more. Right. 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 Yeah. So I mean, okay, so you were talking about engineering a little bit before all this other stuff. Touch on that a little bit. You know, where'd you go to sure. school? So uh, after graduation, I decided to move to Houston for a job. And that's where kind of my DJing and all that just took a took a back seat and was trying to do the nine to five. Um, had a civil engineering job, did that for a couple of years. Uh, realized that I needed to find something to do on the weekends again. Yeah, That's a, around the time I bumped into Keelan. Mm-hmm. I was like, you know what? Maybe I can revive this DJ thing. Started DJing he had a really good idea of, hey, I have a lot of requests for DJs for private events, for other bars, mm-hmm. for other places opening up, but I need people that 
I've trained or that I can coach to go into those places and kill it and then want to, to keep doing business with us. Yeah. So I helped him with the marketing, startup marketing, the, the vision, the business plan, making it, you know, an official business, payroll. Yeah. Contractors. So, uh, how, uh, so obviously you, you had to build a team too, to, to, to do this. That kind of came as like another falls in your lap. We just yeah. started meeting people who were like, that's a really good DJ. Yeah. That guy's actually, you know, that guy's really good at art and he DJs. Yeah. And he's a photographer or like, so we just started meeting all these cool people and help build them up. Um, and and I you just kind of recruited them onto the team, told them the, the mission, the goal, the vision, this is what we're doing. Do you want on? Yeah. So yeah. at the very beginning, we just literally cold called a bunch of DJs at the very beginning, nice. um, all kind of around the area. And we're like, hey, would you be interested? Hey, would you be interested? The ones that returned uh, like interest, we we ran with. The ones yeah. that didn't, we kind of just. Bye. Bye. Yeah. Do your thing. You don't want to be here. We don't want you. We also reached just outside of Houston, uh, not just inside of Houston. We also reached outside of Houston. So. Uh, bumped into a guy on Instagram who was doing a lot of things in Santa Monica, DJ-wise, oh, nice. and I was like, wow. man, this guy has a good look. And so we reached out to him, and sure enough, now we have a really good partnership with him out in Santa Monica. Damn. Um, similarly with the guy that we partner with in uh, Miami, we used to work with him in Dallas. He moved out to Miami, so boom, we had the Miami outreach out there. Cool, um, so y'all getting all over the place. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So how long, is, how long has Interloop DJs been a thing again? I'll be, I don't like think we touched 20, on that. 2014, 2015. Since 2014? Yeah. Okay. Six, seven years, huh? It's been longer than that, but since it's been like uh, what it is now with, you know. So, like, what kind of struggles have you seen with the Interloop DJs? Like, I mean, have you, since it's been about seven years, I mean, we've, we've been doing this probably about seven years also, you know, and uh, there's been times where it's been, you know, kind of like controlling the crowd. It's been waves of up top and then there's been like hey man I, 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 what are we doing you know <laughs> is that kind of you know is that kind of stuff happened within the DJ realm for y'all too and how'd y'all overcome those issues if there were any sure I mean without ha without mentioning the obvious COVID but before that other challenges and problems are challenges getting DJs to follow our um, our ideals for how to play to a room yeah um, how to uh, portray our business to the management yeah. and to the staff. And how to um, conduct themselves professionally. And how to conduct themselves professionally in a party environment. Yeah, because mm -hmm. you have to be able to d d depend on them. Because, sure. I mean, some, they're representing your brand and you're, you're, you can't always be there. That's obviously sure. why you're bringing those other DJs on board. Yeah, the hardest part is trying to develop a training program or just yeah. an, I don't know it's really, it's really no such thing as a training program it's just more just like hey just we just need to like you come watch me and then I come watch you and then I give you critique mm -hmm. on what you can yeah. do better and well because most DJs I'm sure are probably in the hey I did this so I can have my own time my own thing and do it my own way and it's it's like uh it's a sacrifice for the betterment right. is what y'all are trying to do you're like hey we just clean you up right here right here right here We'll put you in a spot for your success for the Interloop DJs. Is that kind of how it is? That's kind of how it is. Nice. Yeah. But we re we outreach to guys that we want to try and work on the team. Gotcha. You know? Gotcha. We haven't, we haven't really played around with, a, like, oh, hey, we're taking, a, you know, resumes and stuff. We kind of more just do the outreach and look for the guys. Yeah, you crafted the team yourself. Yeah. Yeah. 
I mean that that, that that's smart too because like you like you said y'all was it was DJs you just went out and you would see and that you would like their vibe and stuff. Yeah. Um, that's the best way to instead of sometimes it's better to like go out and find find people for stuff yourself as opposed to trying to have people come to you. Right. It depends on the position, I guess. For sure, <laughs> and the situation, right? Yeah. You know what I mean? Because I mean sometimes just like flip side, you're talking about how you got clients totally different you had go knocking on doors go hey can i speak to manager i'm dj motherfucking jeremy knight you know what i'm saying so how'd you guys find each other oh, oh man damn. man that's a throwback hey, man. this throwback. is our interview <laughs> and you aren't allowed to flip it on us it's actually episode 11 if you want to check back it's episode 11 <laughs> so we've answered all those questions man uh, yeah so man but we can touch on it yeah, again so we uh I, uh I just moved to to Houston when I was like um, I was like 20 or so this is like 11 years and um, I was hitting the gym and I was working out and stuff and hey the perfect time to wear the H-Town Happy Hour tank because I get to show the the tattoo I had um, a buddy I had a buddy so, who had that tat and he was walking I'm by I'm working out and uh, I was, this dude just walks up to me bro and he's just like hey I like very aggressively he's very but in a good in a friendly way hey I like your tattoo. I got a buddy. And we just started chatting. He's like, well, I got a buddy that got a tattoo. And we Mighty, just kinda... I had just moved here a week prior. Yeah. Okay, so I we had were just friend moved. searching. Yeah. I was in the gym <laughs> looking for peeps who were down for the cause. You know what I'm saying? And so we just kind of got to chat. And you know gym talk. We're working out and stuff. We're laughing, cutting up a little bit. And then so, um, you know, it, it, it was what it was. And then a couple weeks later, I got a job at Cafe Adobe. And um, there's a restaurant out there. I got a job as a server. And so I get the job, and it's like my second, third day there. I'm still in training. And I see this motherfucker just walking around, boisterous, just having fun. Doing and my I'm, thing. Like, I'm like, yo, bro, you remember me? Uh, He's like, no. What? Who, who, who are, are you? you? Who are you? And I'm like, the, the tattoo. Dad, the the tattoo. And he's, oh, man. My dog. <laughs> and then, uh, and it was murder she wrote after murder that. She wrote man, after you know that. what I'm saying? We've been yep. killing shit since day one after that. Yep. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> and when was that? That was back in like 2010. And then, oh, I, wow. and then, and then there was an epic beach brawl where we whipped like 20 <laughs> no, no, dudes no, chill, at. Chill, chill, chill. All right. <laughs> <laughs> nah, but uh, it was over a seagull, bro. We whipped some tail. We kind of, right. we kind of started <laughs> hanging out after that, and we became really good friends. <laughs> um, he became more, obviously one of my best friends, and then uh, around 2015. Or so, same time around you, 2015, 2016, we uh, started rocking heavy started, on this. We, we came up with the idea of H Town Happy Hour and no turning back since. Mm-hmm. So, and you know, we 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 tried this similar to you. We tried to like build a team as well, and uh, we learned real quick that it's kind of a little, you know, which is the something nights- I want to I want to I want to touch in on on Interloop a little more on this too. But like for us, it was for us, it was like they other people we try to bring on our team they wanted to make it about them and not about like h-town happy hour not about the team so you know the the these three i guess uh we still with joe's on the team too these are the the, joe! the people on the ones standing. and twos my man always been here yeah no and then what we come to find out is that sometimes less is more because a lot of the times some of the people that we tried to bring on um it was more of like a, hey, come on, guys. Hey, come on, we're doing this. Instead of like, hey, bro, you ready to go kill this shit or what? Yeah. It was it was easier for a, it was easier for the natural selection to happen. Because once you start putting in work, you see how much work other people are putting in or lack thereof or mm-hmm. just, uh, you know, just 
they just kind of disintegrate off, you know? Because, I mean, it's, it's like if it's not all about them, they kind of don't see the, the goal of it. And um, it's selfish, but at the same time, do your thing. Do y'all's thing. So it's kind of a perfect segue and a question I wanted perfect. to ask you, too, is like... Uh, how so so how does a dj agency work so you get them gigs and y'all take a cut or kind of we set up a partnership with whether it be like a restaurant a bar club yeah we set up the partnership and we basically make it so that the dj basically shows up does his music Mm -hmm. and then leaves nice he doesn't have to worry about anything else he doesn't have to handle the business side of it he He doesn't have to have the business side of it at the end of the year he gets his 1099 yeah uh and everything's easier for him so that he can spend more of his time creating yeah and doing what he loves building up himself right so we take all the business side of it and we do it for them yeah and then we just help with it's just easier that way to play at more spots uh know that you're covered and know that you know it's like a business right and it's good for the dj because then he doesn't have to really wonder where's my gigs coming from because if you have him set up two three four weeks out he's kind of like all right i know Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, I'm going to be X, Y, Z. I'm going to be over here yeah. instead of being like, hey, uh, you know, local bar, what's up? Yeah. So, I mean, that's kind of one of the benefits of being on the team is someone being able to handle that, I guess, management style. Yeah, that's what I was just that about call. to say. You took yeah. the words out of my mouth. I was literally about to say it's almost like you're a mag- management agency even. Sure. Right? Well, we we uh we don't necessarily do the management. Um, yeah. We could if we were a lot further along yeah but right now just doing the agencies is enough work right yeah so like artists they need their own management they uh, need their own manager they need their own manager every big artist has a manager and also has like an agency or multiple agencies yeah that that book the gigs for them book the tours for them yeah and the manager kind of acts as the middleman yeah does the business talking for them exactly kind of like uh well i mean just like with anything, I mean, whether it be real estate or like law, lawyer work, it's like you want to have someone representing you. So, because it's easier to it's easier to negotiate easier to negotiate for some on somebody else's behalf. Sure. You know, so yeah. like I mean, if you're going in there and you're talking to, you know, you're like, hey man, I really feel like I deserve you know two hundred dollars for the night. They're gonna be like, we'll give you eighty five, <laughs> dog. And then if you're like, no, 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 no. Let me tell you again about why Interloop DJs and the person we're sending is worth that $200. Bro, right. DJ's getting paid way more than $200 a night, bro. <laughs> That's why right. he kind of giggled when you said well, that. DJ's getting paid a lot. I'm, get, I'm, I'm just giving it for yeah. instance. For everyone out there. For all the new viewers. Don't don't cut, don't cut sell yourself short. Don't settle for $200 a night. Uh, <laughs> well, then, I mean, he might be really raking in $600 on the DJ thing. I don't know, man. I was just putting do it out there Do you find yourself spinning still? Do you still do that? Spinning or? hot fire. Spinning hot flames. <laughs> so actually, this summer was kind of uh, it was a a big summer for me. Um, I got married. Uh, wow! So my Congratulations! Wife, hey, right. Beautiful wife is is in the audience. <laughs> Don't forget to mention um, that. Yes, absolutely. She actually works with 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 us at at at, uh, at post and everything as well. She's awesome. That's kind of how we met Jeremy. So. Shout out to Oriana. Yeah. So uh, through all that, I've I've uh, as far as DJing goes, I've I've taken a hiatus, but I've been working really hard on the business side of things yeah. and the relationship side of things, and trying to just grow it as a business, as an agency mm-hmm. as well. Yeah. Not to say that there won't be an occasional comeback here or there. For sure. But uh, it'll be selective. Yeah. Maybe uh, maybe we'll get you to play a post sometime. Exactly. That'd be dope, right? Yeah. Hey, okay. Maybe even the grand opening. 
You want to play at the grand opening? Let's do November it. 13th Post is opening, y'all. Um, you know, we, we promote the cultural campus called Post, and I think we're going to have DJ, uh, DJ Jeremy Knight. That's your DJ name? That's correct. D- Jeremy Knight. Um, Coming out. Come on. I think on. we're going to have him play maybe in the event space, maybe in the uh, outpost. We're going to have a DJ up there. Fuck. And maybe it's going to be a long thing. Mental genius. Boom. It's, it's, no, 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 because we haven't plugged that in yet, and this just just hit me. Um, and we'll probably need one or two DJs because it'll be a long shift, bro. We're going. We're going. This is a 12-hour event. Um, it's gonna be like a festival. It's gonna be a burner. <laughs> There's gonna be a lot going on. We'll talk more about. We'll talk more about it offline. Um, okay, I, can, I I got a really important question. I really Let's wanted to it. ask you, and I was thinking about questions to ask you. What's your favorite music to play? House music. House. Nice. Nice. Like How come is it, is it easy to control the crowd with house music? It's easy to control the crowd, and it's a good energy level. Okay. Yeah. To go super high energy, or to like tone it down. You're kind of right. At that perfect little like takeoff point. Yeah. Um, have What's you your least favorite? What's your least favorite? Country music. Country? Country music. Don't break my heart. My hey, hey, I, got, I got my boots on today, man. Watch out. Now. I saw that. I brought they my boots good. on today. Yeah. Tucked in good. shirt, little, little, little couple I will boots say, on me. I have DJ'd at, uh, what was that place on Washington? Boots? No. Um, boots and Shoots? No. Was it Wild West? No. The one on Washington a long time ago where Hart used to be. I don't remember. It was I a country know. music spot, and I DJ'd there a long time ago. Did you hate it? The people, the crowd, they were so respectful. Wow. wow. They come up to you and they're like, excuse me, kind sir, can I please have a request? Here's $50. And you're like, wow. yeah, man. Jason <laughs> Aldean, send it. That was- <laughs> so... And then if they cl- and then they clap for you at the end after you play the song after everyone's done dancing everyone turns and claps for you you're like, wow. you like plus be- plus they all like the country line dance and stuff mm-hmm. it just kind of seems like it's like Halloween though when you go to a country bar like be- every night Halloween. yeah because it's like this, they're sitting there they're like I'm gonna get super dressed up look at my little derpy derp hat and I got my slick back Levi Strauss shirt I mean I don't know I just kind of seem like it's like a it's like, man, do you wear that hat every day? Did you pull up to this bar with your horse, bro? What's up, man? <laughs> this is Texas. You, can, you do not hate on anybody that rolls up in a horse. You're right. I'm sorry, man. I'm sorry. Respect, respect. But it's still I get, the I point get really remains. Scared. I get really scared trying to jump into the circle dance because it's like it feels like when you're at the roller skate rink, you know, like you're going to get ran <laughs> yeah. over by someone. And you if you're not you on know. point, you know there's some girl with boots just looking at you stupid like, get out of here, clown. You know, because they, they all know the line dance by heart. They're starting to go off beat and stuff, doing their own little spins and jives they can get creative with their dance so you mentioned um i this is another thing i really wanted to talk about talk about requests <laughs> I feel like for most DJs I've talked to, That's amazing. the bane in their existence are requests. I think everyone handles them differently. Yeah. Some people get like rude and upset. Some people deal with it and just play them. So yeah. now tell me why do people get rude and upset? Why do some DJs, is it because they have a whole list of songs already planned? I think it's kind of like things boil up to a point of where they spill over. Like you just like, <laughs> it's the... 23rd time I've got a request for Bad Bunny. I'm, like, yeah. I'm not playing one night. <laughs> Play that song by the Bunny guy. He's bad. What is it again? What is it? I'm not playing. Yeah. Uh, I actually had a really clever way of dealing with it. I would say, I don't know, if it's before midnight, I would be like, oh, come back. I only take requests after midnight. Yeah. 
And then if it was after midnight, I'd be like, oh, <laughs> oh damn. Just he's missed good. it. I only play requests before midnight. He's good. Have you been That's called sweet. on that before? <laughs> Company policy, man. Has, 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 <laughs> has any loyal requesters ever been like, hey, you just said after midnight I came and now you're flip flopping? What's up with that? Have you ever had people call you out? Then for I that? just play their song. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right, shut up. Here's your song. All right, yeah. Right. yeah. yeah hey, give me a five star review, would you? All right. In a loop, DJ. Yeah. <laughs> do you uh, do you have to play top forties and shit a lot? Yeah, that's kind of like you just know that going into it. Yeah. Whatever place you're going into, you just need to have conversations with management and staff and, and ownership. Like, what is the vibe you want here? Yeah. Because gotcha. we really can steer a place left or right you know yeah. mm. if we're not doing what they want us to do it can just really quickly go off the rails yeah um so top 40 you know it's kind of a necessary evil yeah for the most part but uh we have ways to have fun with it yeah, yeah i was gonna Absolutely. say does it ever get kind of monotonous where you're just like another Katy perry jammer all right whatever I mean, you just find you, you find good remixes of it, or, gotcha. or you just like you find a way to just play like sing along parts of it, but then go into something really cool, you know? Okay, cool. So you kind of chop it up at your own discretion. Sure. Okay, yeah. nice, nice, nice. Have you ever had the music cut out on you? Many times. Damn. What do you do? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What do you do? <laughs> so you just have a plan B. Like, what if the power went out right now? What's yeah. y'all's plan B? We'd start dancing. Yeah, we'd start dancing. <laughs> Don't break my heart. Grab my icky, break your heart. You have, a, you have like a, a commercial screen that pops up. Yeah. Like, no, you know, uh, it will be. It's yeah. fun. Well, we were shirt shooting this podcast in a closet with egg crates on it before, and we just had it on our phones, you know, so that's, we'll probably just revert back to that. Yeah, there you go. Uh, We've never been in a closet with egg crates, all right? Luckily, it's just live on Facebook. So there you go. If it, if it, uh, if it got cut out, Joe would rip it back in and... Um, if we couldn't do that, we'll uh, we'll edit it. There's yeah. editing. That's why uh, you know everything else, YouTube, Spotify, all that stuff. We edit the shit up when we're done. Or also, they can check out one of the other 20 episodes or any of our drunken interviews yep. on any That's of our true. other social media platforms. If you haven't checked out H Town Happy Hour, please do so. We're everywhere. All right. <laughs> yeah. So when the music goes out, the first thing you do is you look for the nearest microphone. Nice. Right. Yeah. Start, get get yeah. start chirping. Right. That's if like your computer crashed or someone spilled a drink on the mixer. Well, then you're screwed. But yeah. look for the nearest microphone and you get on the mic and yeah. just start entertaining the crowd. You guys nice. would be great at it. <laughs> hey, 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 thanks for coming <laughs> out now. But uh, it's time to go home. Let's shut up 15 minutes. Make sure you get your boo and leave. What if it's 12:30? Yeah, we got another hour and a half of a drinking time, so we could get here. I don't know. I feel man. like I'm that's the perfect time to cut some jokes. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? You're going to have a bunch of eyes on you all being like, and you're waiting for you to do something epic. And if you fail, sure. it's kind of like, oh, hey, man, guys, I this is the perfect time to take requests. I just want to <laughs> stop the music and take some requests. Come on up to the DJ booth, guys. Here's Been 50. Play Katy Perry. Since you've been gone. I don't know if that's Katy Perry. Yeah. Right? <laughs> it's just like his I think it was like Carrie Underwood or Clarkson or Kelly something. Yeah, I don't was, know, man. One of those girls. Yeah. They all sound like after a while. You're just doing up. This is kind of like the same tone. Yeah. No, that's dope. That's cool. Oh. <laughs> You can flip on some house, uh, like not house music, but like some of the the bars music, yeah. the house music. You yeah. can flip that on if if every if it's just your computer. Yeah. Um, you can flip up like 
if you nice. have your iPhone plugged in, sometimes we do that. Plug nice. your iPhone in, play some music while mm -hmm. you're restarting. So you, do you, but if do you, the power goes out, I mean, it's just like when you're at the bar and the power goes out, you can't pay. I mean, yeah, yeah what's anyone going to do? And everybody, they don't blame you at that point. Like, yeah. right? DJ yeah. was spinning too much hot fire, ruined the electricity system in the, in the club. <laughs> Bring down the roof. Yeah. <laughs> uh, funny story at, at our wedding, actually. Uh, the DJ, we had a DJ from Miami, DJ ATG. What's up? Yeah. He nice. was killing it, hot, spinning hot fire the whole night. As nice, 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 nice. Uh, and we also had a saxophone guy. Duh. And bad when they optics? would go to bad optics. Hey! Yeah. Shout out to Alex. Bad optics. Look, he's, nice. he's dope. Nice. He, he be jamming with DJs and shit. I love his style. They too. were jamming so hard that the the place's sound system and power like short circuited. Right. Yeah. We were coming in too hot. Yeah. And just everything that's a good one stops. So you're like, well, you can't use the mic, you can't do anything. So my friend in college just had a really loud voice and was always just loved to talk. He just started chanting and just had the crowd chanting Duh. back and forth, just whatever. That's a good you friend. <laughs> he handled that for you, bro. Because like, you're like, I'm getting, oh, this is my fucking wedding. I can't be worried about the goddamn music shutting off. So I've heard DJs do that at big festivals and stuff. If stuff cuts out, the crowd yeah. starts like chanting like, I don't know. Yeah. Just like something. soccer chants or something, you know. Where did that, uh, what is it like, ole, ole, ole. Yeah. What the hell is that and where did that come from? I think it's a soccer um, chant, bro. Sure. I know, but why is it like, why, why do people do it? It's like kind of. I don't know, it's in England. Right, so that's that's uh, I'm not sure. So I, I love how you flipped it back on us too, and uh, well, what do y'all do if the power goes out? Because I mean, this, this is this <laughs> the is so with egg crates. It's it's so much bigger than <laughs> DJing or a podcast and stuff. Like you always have to be on your toes, no matter what you're doing. You right. have to be able to. Uh, Life, life gives you curves. You have to be able to go with the curves and, and adapt and, and be able to handle yourself on in the moment. And it's it's about composure. I feel like that's for anything you do, any any type of uh, even business or, or performance or anything. I remember uh, just talk about that. I went to when I was going to school, I used to I first started school out in, for theater. Mm. And uh, this is the first when you asked me when the power went out for our pockets this is the first thing that popped in my head. So I was I was in in plays and stuff I did theater for uh, I was going to school for acting and stuff and um, I was in a play and the the, in, the inside lining of my coat I was putting on like live show we got hundreds of people in the audience is that the shit, one bro. I showed up to? no 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 different uh. one this, my cousin was at this one uh, never yeah. live it down um, <laughs> but the in, inner lining of my coat was pulled out and the, the coat thing was still there. And so I'm just sitting there struggling to get my coat on. And then so like, you know, you're 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 giving a live performance, like it's like 10, 15 seconds of me trying to get my coat on. Everyone's just kind of like, it's awkward at this point. And I was like, Is that a part of the act? I'm just I'm just sitting here and like <laughs> I'm start panicking, dude. And this is like this is like the, the first time anything had ever gone wrong on one of my plays and stuff. I can't get my coat on. And then the girl was just like, I was just like, uh, I was like, I kind of like said it lowly. I was like, fuck, dude, what do I, like, what, what do I do? I'm like, God, okay. And then like I said it low, so maybe the people in the front could hear, but the girl that was there, like my wife in the, in the play, She's like, oh, Jim, we need to get you a new coat. Oh, like, nice. she just Improv. fucking, she just, awesome. and immediately I snapped, because I was starting to panic, bro. I was, I started, like, talking out of character. Like, I broke character. I'm like, fuck, my, my fucking jacket won't go on. <laughs> and she just, like, she, she just, like, uh, like, your boy started chanting. 
You know what I'm saying? <laughs> she just fucking, oh, Jim, we need to get you a new coat. And immediately, I just snapped two, threw the coat around my shoulder, and walked out the door. You know what I'm saying? Laughed with her. So so I, I feel like that, that that's across the board, dude. No matter what you're doing, it's like uh, you got you to gotta be able to, to handle curveballs. Anything like that happen in your engineering career? Switching it up. Yeah, yeah. exactly, man. Nice transition. Well, because, I mean, there's, there's some big times where they're like, hey, we, we need something to be done. And you're like, uh, crap. Everything just went to, you know, everything just went bad. And uh, I always believe resilience happens in the moment. Mm. Resilience happens in the moment. I mean, I think uh, just talk a little bit about your engineering career. Like, what sure. are you doing now in engineering and stuff? Uh, so actually a moment did happen like you're explaining uh, mm. back in 2015 I'd been doing engineering for probably about four years or five years by then um, and Interloop had progressed a little bit more we probably had I don't know four to five DJs on the roster um, we're playing at a bunch of different places and then we got an opportunity to be a part of opening up a bar in Midtown uh, and that was Bell Station awesome awesome um, so Helped with their opening, helped with booking DJs, helped with throwing parties. So kind of like the whole upper management you've been you were a part of, right? Aren't you? Co- didn't you say you were a co-owner of it, right? Part, part investor, yeah. Part as investor, well. awesome, so, awesome. So uh, coming at the ground level, getting to create a space where we knew we had a good sound system, knew we could bring people, knew we could build up DJs there, um, was a huge, a huge blessing, a huge opportunity, and then we just we just jumped on it and so around 2015 that was going really well and oil and gas wasn't doing really well and so i thought this would be a good opportunity to take a sabbatical so i quit engineering for two years wow talk talk about a leap of faith right there there's a leap of faith moment Mm. for sure so you quit engineering in order to full-time pursue on this uh on the bar industry, and not only that, but the DJ industry. Right. It was actually supposed to be for the like to become the next TS, though. Not really. Just like to really like <laughs> not a bad getting goal. to the DJing thing, right? Right. Well, it's funny you even say that. I mean, there's nothing wrong with having like a uh, you know a goal of where to be. Right. Because I was even thinking it would have been funny on the intro to be like, "Hey, this is Ron Burgundy with Anchorman." You know, <laughs> I felt that would have been fun to do, but uh, but it's one of those things you just think about, and then you just you know. So I mean, there's nothing wrong with you know, thinking the next Tiesto, but being on your own path is just as good as being a Tiesto. You there know you what go. I mean? Like, I mean, you know, Tiesto, sure. he's, he's on his he's on his drive, but it's like I can I can grab that a little bit and steer this into a way that's maybe we can be you know compete with him. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So you know, started doing that, but quickly realized like when you spread yourself out thinner and thinner yeah. and you're trying to do more things, yep. you know, the things you don't get to focus on one thing the most, but you get to do a lot of different things. Yeah. DJing, producing, that requires 24-7 of your time. Like you have to make that your passion, right? And I just had too much passion for the business side of things. Nice. Um, so I just started doing that. Yeah. And just helping Bell and helping Interloop grow as an agency. Um, then I met her during that sabbatical um and that changed a lot of my focuses and what yeah. i wanted to do and grow into absolutely um then the pandemic happened oh man talk about that talk about that what were you how are you able to because uh, that's a struggle everyone had to deal with yeah, so it's sure. just kind of a, a just an awakening point where it was like okay you know what sabbatical has been fun um these industry goals of 
doing things has been fun and I've learned a lot. But it's time to get something more secure again and get something that, you know, back on the career path. Right. And then we can see where the rest of the things, what happens with the rest of the things. And so that kind of brings us to, like, where we're at now, you know. Yeah. Right. Got back in the engineering game. It's been amazing ever since. Uh, working from home is, like, the new norm for businesses. Yeah. For a I lot of not, people. Not I hate that shit. <laughs> I hate working from home, dude. I was actually having this conversation with uh, my buddy and his girl today. Like, she was asking. She's, she's they're, they're, like, on a half-on, half-off working from home thing. And uh, I was like, that sucks. And she was like, oh, I love it. I love working from home. And for me, like... I just I'm not productive mm. like I uh, I find I find things to do besides my work and then even like for like H-Town happy hour and stuff I come into the office when I when right. I need to get shit done I don't do it at home I have the whole full setup to do at home and I need to be in a work environment also I like the camaraderie at work and I like I like I like being with people and and, and we got this nice like studio up here, man. We got this dope-ass studio. We got this nice-ass <laughs> studio up here. That's looking flawless, I, I man. Actually, Why would we not want to be I here? Actually, you know? I, I even cracked the joke. This is funny. I was telling her, I was like, dude, I just, I will literally find any reason to not work when I'm working from home. Like, I'll just be like, ah, this over here. Like, I'll, I I will watch porn for the storyline. <laughs> for the storyline. No, not literally. I cracked that joke with her, and I thought it was hilarious. <laughs> I'll watch porn for the storyline working from home. No, I'm just Derek's got a problem. <laughs> <laughs> the the storyline is terrible in it, guys. All right, porn addict. You know right. No, no, no. Nah, actually, I'm playing, man. let's I'm be real. Who doesn't want to do this? In the heart of entrepreneurship, I actually go on. I mean, this is totally off topic, but I, I, I actually go on on spurts of where I I don't watch any porn. I even uh well, I even go on spurts where I don't masturbate. Well, it messes with your head, hundred percent. Straight it up. messes with your Talk, head. Talking about discipline, bro, and talk about this a little bit. I'm not scared to talk about it. All right. I I will let it go, bro. Go on spurts. <laughs> like go go like a week, two weeks, three weeks. I've even gone like a month before where I refuse to masturbate. I refuse to relieve myself like that, bro. And I get so fucking like I get so mentally focused. And in the gym, I be killing it at the gym. I be killing it at work and then at some point you know you you gotta really well you know I, I mean that's something called uh it's a it's semen retention is what it is yeah yeah and what it is and actually a lot of great powerful leaders have actually attested to that seriously right. not relieving yourself Even, because think about you know, it think about it that's our life force yes so it's literally the milk that helps women produce milk okay yep it's life force and so if we retain that it goes straight back up to you. Yep. So then your your life, everything in your life gets better. I even realized whenever I start to, you know, discipline myself on that, the way I interact with people skyrockets. The and way it, I view myself skyrockets. It, it shouldn't be such a, a taboo topic either, dude. Like, look at boxers. Look at look at a lot of NFL players and stuff. They literally will tell you they don't have sex like a month or two before their fight. They don't. They don't relieve themselves. They they build up that testosterone. They build up that that tension. Like, it, they, you get a lot of mental clarity by not by not uh, indulging yourself or 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 you know, yeah. All right. All right. Absolutely, man. Hey, That's no, a great segue I, hey, because it's about discipline and a sacrifice discipline. and judicial system. <laughs> and, uh, and and back and back. I'm not gonna leave, leave y'all hanging on that. Topic All right, big dog. Give us some opinions. To what you had to say <laughs> first, you know. So uh, I, similar to what you said, I totally agree. It uh, it really messes with your head, right? There's a really good website called Your Brain on Porn. Mm. Uh, mm. Read it. Check yeah. it out. Everything you're kind of saying with is, how you is interact right on point. with people yeah. is right on point, right? Um, 
heard the same thing back like doing sports and stuff you know before a big race and stuff yep. you don't you just want to clear your head yep. you don't want to you want to retain the, what did you call it? The semen energy? It, uh, semen retention, man. Semen so what happens is it's our life force. I swear to God, man. Y'all call no, me crazy. Right. Look, y'all y'all the ones talking about it, so no, I'm putting it on. This right? is a dope conversation. It shouldn't be so taboo, Well, because bro. what happens is it makes us as men more fucking manly. Yeah. 100%. It does everything that it's supposed to do. Because whenever you're not, because I mean, think about it. It shows self-control. Right. Exactly. And discipline. And exactly. uh, it's just better for you. So what else we got? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> and it just makes you, well, I'm saying like a lot of great leaders I've read, you know, and stuff like that, that they attest it to that. Plus, porn addiction is real, bro. For real. Anything. It's a porn addiction, sex addiction. You never addiction, spend eight hours are, on the tube. You know what are, I mean? Those are, those are real addictions. And like any, but addiction can come in any, any, any form. Like anything that stops you from being a productive person can, can can be an addiction like i mean you cheeseburgers is yeah, an addiction food. you can be addicted to food you know what i'm social saying social media social media is an addiction it really is in, in this day and age in business like it's it's impossible to, it's almost impossible not to have social media you ever so, see so, your screen time on your phone and you're like wow 14 hours a day damn you know <laughs> <laughs> like there's times where it's like you know you look at your screen time and you're like man that's kind of a lot of uh time i put into just the phone you, got, you guys checking your screen time <laughs> checking it right now. So yeah, so so tell a little bit more, man. I mean, uh, well, I have a quick question for you. Flipping it back on you guys. Yeah, yeah. man. So you on. guys, I mean, you guys run a pretty big account yeah. um, mm -hmm. and probably have to be engaging constantly. Yep. So, how do you guys split those duties, and how do you make that, uh, you know, how do you make that account so successful? Well, you know, I mean, there's been a lot of work from day one with it, and I mean, it's what what's really neat about it is. You know, there's times wherever Derek's putting in a ton of work. There's times when I'm putting in a ton of work, and there's and and it's just it's it's both of us constantly putting in work here or there. Now, whether it be shooting the videos, whether it's, it's us out putting in work late night, you know, I hold the camera as he holds the camera. He come and then you know, and then he'll come in and he's good at video editing and all that jazz. So I mean, I he, think I think that's that's one of the benefits in in having a team is like uh you know someone could be carrying the rock the, the boulder up the up the hill and when he gets tired the homie can take the rock and he'll carry it up the hill the other person will catch their breath you know mm -hmm. what i'm saying so it's it's really just uh it's it's teamwork bro right. it's teamwork there's not like a uh, uh, we don't have kind of like you said. There's not like a tr you, you didn't really come up with a training program. It's just like we don't we don't really have a set like list it's like hey he he does some stuff i do some stuff we do some stuff let's for get instance, it done for instance a couple weeks ago we had we had uh two guests on the show and it was like you know we're sitting in here we're you know we're about to get ready and derek's like hey man hey you good you good and i was like hey what's up he's like we need another set of headphones i'm like all right bet let's go right now and we just yep. went and it was just hey we need this right now he's like okay cool you know what i'm saying derek knows how to run some seriously good advertisements and, uh, you know, I fully put faith in him to do that. You know what I mean? And then sometimes on the other side, he might be like, hey, we need yada yada. Like, he, like yeah. he grabbed that curtain. I grabbed that curtain. Yep. You see what I'm saying? So, so it's Straight legitimately up. teamwork. Uh, you know, I, got, I grabbed the headphones for Christmas a long time ago. You know what I'm saying? And then I grabbed these ones, you know, and he has those ones. So, I mean, it's like, it's kind of like, uh, all right, well, get in where you fit in, bro. Yep. Are we building this or not? Right. Yeah. Get in where you fit in. And we both have our strengths and we both have our weaknesses and, and we complement each other. And if y'all do want to take a look at our website, <laughs> H-Town Happy Hour, you can get all these really cool merchandise items like this awesome tumbler with thirst-quenching action uh, and a nice hat 
to shield you I from love, all these fire ass videos we have. I love how Joe knows, like right when you got in go mode, Joe puts it on us. Thanks, man. Well, we can, well, that's how we do that is by putting it out here. And I don't know if you've seen the logo or anything, but look around. Got these new go fucking to it. dope tanks in. Dang, Derek, put the guns away. Sure. Put the guns away. He's going postal out oh. here. <laughs> no, I mean, is, how, how about y'all? Is it is it not similar for the for the DJ squad and stuff or? Yeah, put everyone putting in their own weight. Yep. Well, cause, yeah. Well, I mean, is there is there any more weight put on y'all or on you specifically? Because you're kind of more like the orchestrator. Do you feel like a little bit set more responsibility? Uh, yeah, yes and no. I mean, uh, I get a lot of help, and we've learned how to work with each other. Um, and we just it's just kind of like a drawing board, right? Like, nobody's. Um, I mean, there's no clear-cut recipe to how to do this. Right, there's not. There's you, examples of success stories. Mm-hmm. But it's also not everyone's, like, main thing to do. So it's more of a hobby and makes it more fun and makes us take bigger risks. Yeah. It, sound like, it sounds like you're quoting us right now, honestly. Because, I mean, it, this it, it's not that this is a hobby, but, I mean, what we're doing with this is making major ripples. Sure. And major waves, bro. Excuse me, and we've been riding those waves successfully for couple of years now you know <laughs> and uh but um you know and 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 with something like that you know what i mean it's just as our reputation builds the more and more we have to figure out what happens because i mean the load never gets easier as you get as you get bigger and higher up it doesn't get easier it just as men we have more responsibility and more bags to fucking carry so we can get to the top but i also feel Absolutely. like men thrive off of responsibility oh yes with great power comes great responsibility absolutely so, I mean, it depends on whatever your level is of, uh, you know, how much you want to assume responsibility. All right. Flip it back now. Yeah, we, you know. I like <laughs> what you're doing here, bro. Not a lot of people come come on the show and, and, and flip ask flop us, with us. Flip, but I love it. I love that well, you're doing also, that. It says a lot about, you, about, about your character and your personality as well, dude. Well, not, not only does he have an engineering background, he also has a, a bar, uh, Bell Station, and he has another business. So this, so this guy's... He's got it going on too. Yeah, for sure. So that's why you know these questions are good, man. These questions are good. I'm trying to learn constantly too. You know, we can learn from each other. A hundred percent, absolutely. You bro. know, I'm back in school right now, and the one thing that my grip what? No, continue. No, the one thing my grandpa said whenever I told him I'm getting back into school, he was in school for ten years, and he's like, always be excited to learn whenever you go into class. Always be excited to learn something new. Yeah. And I'm like, you know. Yeah. You know, now that I got straight A's, I'm like, all right, Cramps, you're not crazy, man, you old man. You know? <laughs> I, I can, you know, um, first off, let's scoot this way a little. Um, I can I can appreciate that, too. It just clicked for me, too. Uh, let me tell you, bro, your your girl does that a lot, too. Like, we were going to pick up some, some paper for uh, some loads of paper and stuff, and she was just asking me questions about, like, the type of content we post and, like, why we post this sometimes and all this stuff. And, like, while she was asking the questions, I was like, yo, she's she's a she's a smart little nugget, bro. Gathering information. She's just gathering information, and she sees she sees what, the, what we're doing, and she wants to understand why we're doing it these ways. She's like, oh, so, so you post memes for this, and I noticed you aren't doing this anymore. And I'm like, yo, damn, this chick's smart, bro. So you, and you're doing the same thing right now. So I, y'all, 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 I like Match y'all. Match made in heaven. I like, yeah, yeah. Match made in heaven. Match made in heaven over that's here. That's pretty dope. <laughs> I, I, can, I can appreciate that a lot, bro. I see it, and that's very respectable. Well, and also information gathering is really, uh, it's a necessary tool when you're trying to learn. Yeah. You know, because if, if your instructor's giving out a lecture and you're just sitting there going. Yeah. Yeah. 
and not asking questions, you know, are you really even understanding what they're talking about? Right. Yeah. Right. You know? And which is really cool about this is because we have about 20 episodes of us talking for about an hour, yeah. asking questions, yeah. gathering information. Yep. And uh, it's a whole virtual Building catalog. Relationships. Yes. relationships. Yes. Yeah, continue. Sorry. My bad. I keep cutting you off. You're I'm good. excited, yeah. man. We're having a great episode. I don't mind. It's a conversation, bro. <laughs> but yeah, no, I was going to say in the building relationships aspect that you were talking about within that, uh, within the inner loop, you know, it's, it's, it's a necessity that's con somewhat left out of business. And, you know, cause I mean, it's like, it's not just some, you know, uh, witty one line zinger that gets people to do business with you. Right. You know, it's not like a, you know, what do I got to tell you to get my DJs in there? Do I got to tell you we're going to do your taxes? You no, know, it's kind of like you've seen what we've done. Do you want this or not? Right. For y'all, right? Yeah. yeah, I forgot what I was going to ask now. Well, we're just creating a virtual catalog with its H-Town That's Happy exactly stuff. what I was going to tell you're good. Dude, you're good, bro. See, because that's why it works. <laughs> no, no, no. And I, that's, that's, that's actually one thing a lot of people don't even realize. Like, okay, yeah, we're up here cutting it up and having fun and we're relationship building. But we're also... We're also we're also mining all y'all's golden nuggets. We're go. mining all y'all's golden nuggets, dude. Like we're learning so much from talking to these business owners and, sure. and influential people who are, all these are all y'all all influential in y'all's own communities. Y'all are all accomplishing things. And like we bring we don't just bring on any any random person. It's like it's people that we know are, are making waves in, in their communities and, and, and having success in, in their paths. And being able to stand up and stand out and take some action sure. in their industry. And and we're asking you questions we're learning. Right. You know what I'm saying? We're not just up here cutting it up. We go rewatch all these episodes and stuff and oh that's good. And also like even take it a step further, we're we're watching at people's mannerisms and we're watching our mannerisms and we're discussing the things. So so, yeah. and, and as a transition to that, because you're 100% right, my brother, are there any golden nuggets you would tell the people out there yeah. or let us know about someone who has a background in all the <laughs> things that you have a background of? If you could rewind and tell yourself... 15 years ago. Even 10. Even, yeah. Yeah? Huh? What, what, what are some tips, pointers, advice you would give yourself? Write things down. Damn. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Write things down. Elaborate. Write things down. Uh, reread them yeah. and make them and print them in your brain so that you yeah. accomplish your goals yeah. and you accomplish your tasks. I'll tell you this about that. Writing has been a saving grace for me over this past year because whenever I write stuff down, I use I usually use flashcards. Mm -hmm. I can write down what I need to do throughout the day, any sort of to-do list, bills I need to pay, anything that's just stressing, hanging out on my mind. And once I was able to write and put it out, that stuff becomes real. When I write it down, it becomes real. And I'm like, this isn't going anywhere. This is permanent, you know? So that writing stuff down has been a huge thing for me. It's, almost, it's like another form of action besides just thinking. Now you're thinking it and writing it. You're taking another step. Right. And constant communication, yeah. uh, that's just kind of like a, you know, knowing how to be a good leader with constant communication, getting people encouraged and building a team, you know? Yeah. And that translates all like facets of life right you yep. gotta communicate with your wife you gotta communicate with your kids you gotta yeah. communicate with your buddies uh, with your buddies you know what i'm saying yeah, yeah. You gotta show some love to your bros <laughs> yeah bros gotta eat come on man bros come gotta on. Eat. <laughs> yeah um so do you still uh do you still do you do you do you, produ do you produce your own music still or what so i uh i gave up that pipe dream for now um, but as a for fun for a passion no for fun for a passion i make mixes uh, DJing when I do DJ is is my creation time my my yeah. fun, um, 
but right now it's just about trying to grow the business so that I can make everyone else successful as yeah. well, you know? Oh man, that's a good leader right that's there. Key. That's a good you leader know? right there. Damn. Damn. Yep. Cause then yeah. you can kind of pick and choose your opportunities. Yeah. You know? And then also you can kind of, you know, instead of being so like, you can kind of be like, all right, well, Hey, you, 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 and you right. can kind of orchestrate a little bit better sitting in the driver's seat instead of being like, I'm on a war path. You can be like, no, nah, this guy's, yeah. you're on a war path too. You can go get him. Exactly. Cool. Yeah. Um, one of the cool things that uh, Ori and I are doing right now, or Ori's doing more so, but I'm, I'm helping her. She's uh, She's got her own swimsuit company. Hey. Um, shout out Chessie sure Designs. Chessie Designs. 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 How do we spell Chessie Designs? It's at what? Two C's, one S. L E C C E S E. Chessie Designs. Designs. You follow her on IG. Hey, speaking of which, at some point, I'm going to have to bring Ori on here and let her talk about swimsuits. When she, when I like she it idea. The crochet mankini. <laughs> That what, is innovative. She got you wearing crochet mankinis, bro? <laughs> nah, nah. Yeah. What color is it, bro? What color is it? What's your favorite color mankini, Is it like bro? grandma sweater color? You know what I'm saying? Like that is beige. Is this a little that's, fetish thing y'all got going on? Yeah. It's not released on them yet, but. Oh, okay. Well, shit. The if she can release them on the show. Prototypes. She can release them on the show. We'll, we'll, we'll model them for you, Oriana. We'll, Bring we'll, it. We'll runway walking. <laughs> no, no, but no, really, sorry, it's, cool. it's cool to see her uh, wanting to grow a business as well. And yeah. getting to watch her do that is really cool, you know? Yep. So. Yeah. Yeah, I, yeah, that's it's y'all are both y'all are both entrepreneurs. Y'all are both go-getters, bro. It's, it's so dope. That's so tight, man. Appreciate it's, that. Yeah, man. for sure. All right, so, I mean, if anyone wants to find you or anything like that, if anyone wants to do business with Interloop DJs or, you know, or if they want to reach out to you because maybe they want a, uh, you know, a plan for their, you know, a foundation fix on their home or something like that, how do people get reach out to you, Mr. Engineer? Uh, you can just either email us from the website or you can hit What's us your up website? on IG, interloopdjs.com. What's your IG? Interloop DJs. Interloop DJs. And then what's your, uh, what's your, if anybody just wants to follow you, what's your, what's your personal? Uh, Jeremy Knight DJ. But is it, how do we spell Knight? N-I-T-E. So Jeremy Knight, N-I-T-E DJ? Yeah. Cool. On IG. Cool. That's dope. All right. So I got like one or two more questions I just want to personally ask you. First off, let's really get you to perform at uh, at the post-grand opening. That's going to be dope. Do November it, yeah. 13th. Um, put that down on your calendar. So, um, damn, I just forgot what the question was. We've been firing off questions for an hour. You're you're allowed to forget one. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes they, you know, you miss a song, you play the wrong song. So yeah. It's all good, man. Resilience yeah. happens in the moment, bro. It does. Yeah, it does. Pick up your microphone. And we've been killing it today. <laughs> I mean, I think we've had an awesome interview. I think yeah, you've no. done wonderful. I appreciate you're, you guys. Yeah. Absolutely, yeah, absolutely, man. Thank you. We appreciate you coming on. I mean, you're a man of many uh, facets. You got facets over here. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You got different levels to it, man. Hell yeah, bro. Yeah. Absolutely, cool. man. It's a fire episode. We're very happy to have you yeah. on, man. Yeah. I appreciate it. Absolutely. Maybe have a round two. Maybe have you back maybe, on yeah. in maybe in a couple months. With What are some future plans you got, huh? Future plans? Uh, I mean, right now we recently partnered, Interloop's partnered with McIntyre's downtown. Uh, we're still partnered with Clutch Group. Uh, we're partnered with Mad Lounge and uh, yeah. the restaurant in yeah. River Oaks area. Um, and when we have a partnership we'll be announcing this month as well uh, with the new hospitality group. Uh, here in Houston. Awesome. Um, you can also check us out. Uh, 
we release uh, Interloop Radio. So we have radio mixes oh. that go out periodically. Uh, kind of just sampling some of our different DJs' mixes for you guys. Um, mm -hmm. Just released one this past uh, Friday. Is it Hot Fire? It's Hot Fire. My guy. Yeah. <laughs> it's uh, DJ Keelan for real, episode one, two, three. It's okay. a really, really good episode. So cool. be sure to go check out Interloop Radio. Cool. Um, and just come see our DJs. There it oh. is. Oh, yeah. There it is. Y'all heard it. Y'all heard it here first. Y'all heard it first. H-Town Happy Hour, number one podcast in the world, baby. H-Town Happy Hour, episode 2021. 21, 21, 11, 50. Keep watching for the next week's episode. We'll see y'all soon. Thank you so much.